And now, it's time to catch up with the week's events as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford. Why the grumpy face, my Superman in spandex? Don't tease me, Charlotte. I'm not in the mood. Well, that's a pity, Raymond. I am. Well, that's too bad. You'll have to wait. I'm just too upset. And it doesn't help when you treat the matter as a joke. Oh, really? You'd think Bob had tried to run you off the road and murder you rather than just beating you in a local cycling race. There's more to it than that. But, dearest, he won fair and square. He didn't cheat or anything. But he must have done. And Doreen. They must have taken a shortcut. Otherwise, there's no way they could have caught up with me. Oh, nonsense, darling. Come on, cheer up. There'll be other races. But I'll set my heart on winning that one. Well, I'm sorry, but you need to get over it. Nobody likes a sore loser. Are you deliberately trying to upset me? No, but I've got something more important to discuss with you. (sighs) What? Lavinia, my Westminster PA, is retiring for health reasons. I want to offer Jordan the job. But obviously that means she'll have to leave Wavelengths. Why are you telling me? Well, isn't it obvious? You're her boss. I want to ensure you can manage without her. Oh, whatever. Go ahead, Inara. Your political needs come first. In fact, everyone else seems to come first these days. That's it, Adam. The final rehearsal for Radio Hansford, done and dusted. Thankfully, they all went well, Heather. Yes, everyone did a good job, didn't they? Although... I know what you're going to say. You're a bit worried about Jordan. Right. I mean, as a rehearsal, it was much more than adequate. She's a good presenter and has plenty to say, but... Are you worried about her potty mouth? Precisely. Oh, it's not just the swearing. She's got some quite radical opinions. I know, but we've made it clear about the standards we must adopt if we're going to get a permanent licence and keep it. I reckon she'll toe the line once we go live. Let's hope so. Anyway, changing the subject, how's the marketing going? Really well. The Hansford advertisers blanket covering the run-up to the launch. And after that, they're going to keep readers' interest going with a series of articles. Sounds like great publicity. That's not all. I've proposed an affinity deal whereby their advertisers get a discount on our radio adverts. And vice versa. That's very clever. You've worked so hard to make this radio station happen. You deserve it to succeed. I really enjoyed it. Before I married Nick, I gave up work. I was in marketing, so I'm going back to my roots. You're a dark horse, Heather. I'll crunch the numbers on affinity marketing, and assuming they stack up, let's go for it. Well, Sam, here we are in the famous Rainbow Bar, where so many famous artists are performed. Oh, there's lots of people here, Mario, and everyone looks so stylish. I'm not sure I've got the bottle to sing a cappella in front of such a trendy crowd. I can't believe you actually miss Ryan and Tommy. Me? I could understand. Could your head get any bigger? Well, probably not, but yours should. Seriously, you need to be more confident. You look sensational in that dress. How about some Dutch courage? Have another drink. No, I'm, I'm good. What are we going to sing? America isn't Huntsford. They seem to like rock and country a bit too much for my liking. Look, I've got an idea. We're a winning team, so how about covering another successful duo, like Sonny and Cher? Oh. 
Good idea. We could do it. I've got you, babe. We know the words. Oh, go on, before I change my mind. You need to put us on the list with the guy behind the bar. Right, we're on next. Time to knock them dead. Oh my god. We're actually doing this. You were talking to him for ages. Well, I told him we were on our honeymoon and from England. Oh no, how embarrassing. Not at all. He was really interesting. Right, we're up. Oh, amazing. We nailed it. I can't believe that that A&R man took our details and gave me his card. Oh, especially when he doesn't normally look at UK acts. It was obvious he fancied you rotten, though. Said you were better looking than Cher. Well, I'm definitely younger. I don't think he's for real, though. Probably just a sleazeball. Well, uh, we'll see. Anyway, what a night. Love you, babe. Oh, love you too, gorgeous. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Adam, could you move the mic back a bit? I don't want to splash anything on it. Oh, sorry, Carmela. Uh, is that better? You're a bit close to the grill now. Um, how about here, Vicky? Perfect. We're good to go. Uh, Vic, can you put that eggy bread under the grill so it's ready when we need it? I'm ahead of you. Already under and cooking nicely. Heather, what exactly is a croque-monsieur? You don't know. A sophisticated chap like you. I thought it was basically cheese on toast. Oh, you philistine. A croque-monsieur is a hot sandwich made with ham and cheese, dipped in egg batter, then grilled or... Can we get on? Can we get on? Adam, are we ready to begin recording? Yes, sorry. Uh, here we go. Three, two, one, recording. Hello and welcome to Carmela's Kitchen with me, Carmela, assisted by my colleague Vicky. Today we're going to tell you how to make a classic French croque-monsieur, which, contrary to popular belief, is not just cheese on toast. You'll need white bread, Emmental or Gruyere cheese. Something's burning. Put the bread under the grill. Throw a damp towel over it and turn it off. Mind the mic. Oh, why did you leave the bread so long, Vicky? My timing would have been perfect if Adam hadn't started asking what a croque-monsieur was. Sorry, my fault. OK, everybody. Let's just take a moment. Carmela, are you happy to go again? Yes, I'm fine. And there I was just thinking we could have done this live. Good night, Mrs. Breton. See you next Friday. Whew, and we're all done. I'll shoot off now, Raymond. Uh, things to do, enough people to see. That's fine, Fiona. Have a good evening. Good night, girls. Good night, Raymond. Laura, Alison, now that Fiona's gone, uh, can I have a quick word with you in uh, in private? <gasps> do you think he's going to tell us about being the baby's father? Of course. What else could it be? Mm. Come in, Raymond. Ladies, 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 it's come to my attention that you've been uh, speculating about the father of Fiona's baby, so I thought it was about time you knew the truth. Thank you, Raymond. We really appreciate you telling us. Telling you what, exactly? About you, 
And Fiona? And the baby? Laura, I'm not the father of Fiona's child. Oh, we didn't mean... Uh, I mean, we only thought um, you might have been a donor. Absolutely not. Do you two have any idea of the damage your gossip could do to my professional reputation, not to mention Fiona's? Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, we didn't mean to... And did you consider the hurt it could call Charlotte, my wife, your Member of Parliament? We didn't mean for it to get out. We tried to keep it between ourselves. Well, you failed. Oh, I'm really sorry. It was just a chat. It didn't mean a thing. I'm sorry too. We won't mention it again. And Fiona needn't find out. Too late. I already know. <gasps> I also know, for future reference, that I can't trust either of you. I'm inside, please, Duncan. Evening, Trev. You're no still in training, are you, Raymond? That cycle race is over, pal. Yeah, but I'm looking to improve my performance in my next race. We're in the top three. That's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> Aye, that's no bad for a man your age. Just bobbing Doreen ahead of you. Well, it's not fair. I mean, Doreen, she's... Well, she's not... <sighs> what I'm saying is... She built up a lot of muscle before the, uh, you know, before the operation. Doreen keeps herself in shape. But Bob, on the other hand, his body isn't exactly a temple. <laughs> nah, he's in here for his paint regular as clockwork. Are you sure you'll know of a real drink yourself? Bob was in the army, so we'll have some residual fitness. Oh, you're right. He was in the Royal Engineers. I suppose all that bridge building must get you fit. And now he does lots of heavy lifting in the garage. Oh, exactly. Wielding a comb and scissors doesn't really build muscle, does it? No wonder you have to train so hard, Raymond. <laughs> and drink lime and soda. Oh, you could help me shift some barrels. That'd build up your strength. Then you could afford to sample one or two as well. Yes, all right, you two. Very funny. You've got no idea the day I've had... Oh give up. Training starts again tomorrow. Give me a pint of bitter and a double whiskey. Season 5, episode 37 was written by Jean Fairburn and 38 Tim Latham. Charlotte was played by Tina Yates, Raymond Ben West, Adam Steve Kay, Heather Wendy Underwood, Sam Chloe Fagan Webb, Mario Tony Irving, Carmela Feefish, Vicky Elaine Lambdin, Adam Steve Kay, Alison Jane McCurcher Kay, Laura Carol Hooper, Fiona Angie Pike, Duncan John McCusker, and Trevor Neil Arthur. Post production engineer Sue Rodwell Smith. Sounds, Wavelengths, Sound Library, and Freesound.org. Huntsford's theme tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell Smith. Hunsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.